live from wherever you happen to be, it's the SNL Hall of Fame Podcast. And now, here's your host, curator of the hall, Jamie Dew. Hello and welcome to the SNL Hall of Fame podcast. My name is Jamie Dew. Uh, I would like to remind you all to please wipe your feet before you enter into the hallowed halls here. I am joined in the hallowed halls uh, a little different than most uh, normal episodes where I just speak, you know, and introduce the guest. Today I've got the guest with me in the preamble. I'm joined by John Schneider because when we got together to record Taylor Swift, uh, it was in the fall, I believe we recorded that, and she had yet to appear on the show. And in the in the interim, but she has appeared on the show, and we wanted to address that because it was sort of an epic moment. So, uh, John, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Jamie, I, I just I will always want to make sure when I'm entering the SNL Hall of Fame to not only have clean shoes, but I purchase a new pair of shoes every single time. So they're as squeaky clean as possible as I enter the Hall of Fame. <laughs> well, that is so courteous of you. <laughs> yes, for sure. Uh, thank you for having me back. Yeah, it's so great to do this with you every single time I get to talk about anybody for the Hall of Fame. Uh, it's great. Uh, I think when we recorded last, and yes, it was a while ago, so I don't remember everything I said. So uh, please give uh, past Jamie and past John some courtesy. But <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, I, I had a great time talking about Taylor Swift. I think I described myself as a secret Swifty. <laughs> and we had a great time uh, talking about Taylor Swift before realizing that she was about to do something on Saturday Night Live that really uh, has rarely ever been done before. So we had to come back and talk about it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, let's not bear the lead anymore. What is the thing that sort of uh, is the catalyst for this conversation. What was it that was so special that she did? Yeah, so she was in a pre-tape called Three Sad Virgins. Oh, hey, Taylor. No, no, that, that wasn't the other thing we're talking about. Uh, we're, <laughs> we're, we're, we're here to talk about uh, the performance of All Too Well, which ended up being this like 10-minute performance uh, on the November 13th episode of Saturday Night Live from season 47 with host Jonathan Majors. And uh, yeah, this was Major, as the host's last name gave it out. I mean, <laughs> it, it was just, it was crazy. Uh, not many times in the history of the show have they given an artist the platform to go out there and perform you know in one song as opposed to uh different performances or better yet you know uh you know it's happened basically with eminem and i think with prince those are the two occasions that we were talking about during that week but both future you, hall of famers for sure for sure and i just it goes to show you you know when you're talking about a hall of fame you have to talk about you know how the show perceives this person and obviously they consider taylor swift uh, SNL royalty to be able to give her this platform to perform. And it was just the biggest uh, story of the week, that particular episode. Now, what makes it even more interesting, I think, is we are having this conversation on the eve of a brand new episode with host Jake Gyllenhaal. Now, can you give us some background on this 10-minute song that Taylor performed? 
Yeah. So basically, this is my understanding. I mean, I wouldn't call myself, uh, you know, like I'm no Nicole Rovine, but I can tell you <laughs> that, that um, you know, in this all too well uh, release in November, there was a short film that was released alongside of it where it was kind of like a very long music video with professional actors and actresses that were in this. And there kept being reference to a boyfriend or a previous lover of Taylor's that, um, you know, had this situation with a red scarf and and, you know, that's why you may see all these red scarf emojis all over social media. And it is believed that the person was Jake Gyllenhaal, or as we are calling him over at the SNL network, Jake Villenhall. And uh, <laughs> yeah, he he is, uh, he is, you know, it's another case of sometimes SNL taking both sides. And in this case, he will be hosting Saturday Night Live this particular weekend. So I cannot wait to see what they are going to come up with for Jake in his second time hosting. Now, John, I know you love the meta aspect of Saturday Night Live. So will you be watching like closely tonight for some sort of secret wink or, you know, anything like that 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 Jake does uh, offer in in retribution or, you know, a hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, you got to play into the joke. I think that like, you know, uh, if he doesn't reference it, you know, we're led to believe that he didn't want to because maybe he was embarrassed about the situation or maybe sure. he people to stop bringing it up. And I think yeah. that the best way to address it is like, be upfront with it. I mean, come out with the red scarf, come out with the red shirt. I don't know, you know, by the time you're listening to this, we'll have those answers, but uh, I would really love to see what Jake is going to do this weekend. Yeah. It's going to be a lot of fun. Hold on. My daughter's getting a vacuum cleaner and there oh. she's got it. Okay. <laughs> do you want me to take I, that over? I, or are you good? Yeah. You no, know, it's fine. I'll, I'll edit that. That was perfect. Uh, um, so, um, you know, it, it's really interesting when you think of some of these performers that come on SNL and, and Taylor is a, a special one in, indeed, you know, there's, there's like, you, you show up on the show and then you become a friend of SNL. And then I think you're right. There is like another layer. There is like that, that royalty that where you get that reverence, um, you know, uh, that you can come into this small little studio space and be like this giant performer that can play in stadiums and you know and and you get the sort of um oh goodness gracious you get the gravitas that sort of gravitas yeah absolutely that's a, that's the word that's a great word yeah um and and taylor is certainly one of those so i think you know the the rest of the interview uh that we conducted in the fall is going to um is going to really build a strong case for Miss Swift's uh, appearance in in the Hall of Fame, and um, we'll go from there. John, what do you have going on at the SNL Network that you can uh, tell anybody about? Um, this episode is going to come out tomorrow on Sunday, so is there is there something you want to uh, talk about for the week ahead? Sure. I mean, it's so, so much. I mean, if you love Saturday Night Live and maybe, uh, you know, the SNL Hall of Fame is the first podcast you're listening to to dip your feet in the water. Well, come dive into the pool with us at the SNL Network because we have lots of coverage every oh single gosh. of the episodes, including our hot take shows, which take place live right after the episodes air. You can find those on YouTube to join the live stream or watch those after the fact or listen on any uh, podcatcher that you listen to your podcasts on. And, you know, those are really fun to break down the sketches sketch by sketch right after it happens and a lot of energy. And then if you're looking for something 
something a little bit deeper. You know, I want to talk about, you know, why this host was chosen for the show, what it means, and what this episode will always represent in terms of us looking back at it years later. You can try our roundtables out. Those record every Monday night, so you can find us live as well. And of course, uh, you know, we have plenty of other shows happening all week, including our patron feedback shows, which Jamie has joined me before on, yeah. and I'm sure will join me again. Uh, Super Fan Takeovers, Hollywood Dish, lots of fun things over at the SNL Network to come and enjoy Saturday Night Live with a group of fans who just truly love the show. Yeah, if you're if you're not watching the after show, you're missing out. Uh, it's become sort of a tradition in my house. I'm an old man, so I always watch Saturday Night Live the next morning. You know, usually around seven in the morning, and um, and then immediately follow it up with the with the roundtable show. You know, so as my kids are waking up, they they get to see John's smiling face <laughs> for sure. Well, thanks so much for joining me. Let's uh, let's kick it to the main interview right now, and we'll. Uh, and enjoy what what else you have to tell us about Taylor. This is an interesting category, I think, in the SNL Hall of Fame, the musical guest wing. What is it about a musical guest that transcends, you know, that that has a performance that transcends other musical guest performance and, you know, catapults them into the stratosphere that would get them considered for the SNL Hall of Fame? What does that even look like? John, do you have a, a pulse on that? Well, Jamie, I have to tell you that I think a lot of the listeners will go back after listening to your podcast and start going through the entire history of the show in order to be able to fully understand who to vote for for the Hall of Fame. And when you do that, when you start to experience the different eras of SNL, you know, you think about the hosts and the comedy and all that stuff, but there's this pop culture element, the pop culture element in there that, you know, you start to think about the different musical guests throughout the year and what they represent and the different eras. And there's no way that you can talk about, you know, an incredible musical performer without thinking about, you know, did they appear on Saturday Night Live and, and what were their performances like? And like it's really just it's crazy how big the show blew up and then the increase in popularity of the booking of the musical guests and really from 2009 to the present taylor swift is one of the biggest artists in the entire world so we can't talk about snl without including taylor swift's appearances on the show okay so let's start with her first one january 10th 2009 Neil Patrick Harris is the host. She plays Love Story and Forever and Always. But she got to do a little bit more work in this episode as well. Definitely. And and she's a, you know, at the time, you know, at the start of Taylor's career, she is a musical darling in the country music community. You know, she's not the pop star that you know now. She's this country music artist that is really blending you know, these two genres, this, this, she has a little bit of pop in her, but she's a lot country. 
And country music and SNL, you know, there is some history for that. You know, there's a Dolly Parton ho- hosted episode um, back in the day, um, you know, that a lot of people go back to and they think about. Um, and uh, there's a Chris Gaines hosted episode back in the day. <laughs> um, so there's there's some really there's an interesting relationship between the show and country music. But um, country music has actually entered the minds of pop artists you know, a lot more in the last 10 years. And that's because Taylor Swift, you know, blended those two genres together. So when she comes on the show in, you know, 2009, she's she's really, you know, she's a young kid at that point, but starting to gain so much popularity where, you know, everybody, you know, has a crush on Taylor Swift because she's so cute and she's really making a name for herself. Hosting Saturday Night Live, I have wanted to host this show ever since I was a little kid. You know, <laughs> staying up past my bedtime to watch Bill Hader and Andy Samberg. <sighs> Being here is incredible. I'm excited and I'm nervous, and you know, whenever I'm feeling strong emotions about something like this, I usually write a song about it. So this is what I came up with. It's called Monologue Song. In parentheses, la la la. (laughs) I like glitter and sparkly dresses, but I'm not gonna talk about that. In my monologue, I like baking and things that smell like winter, but I'm not gonna talk about that. In my monologue, la la la, la la la. I like writing songs about douchebags who cheat on me, but I'm not gonna say that. In my monologue, I like writing their names into songs so they're ashamed to go in public, but I'm not gonna say that. In my monologue, monologue you might think I'd bring up Joe that guy who broke up with me on the phone but I'm not gonna mention him in my monologue hey Joe I'm doing real well tonight I'm hosting SNL in my monologue la 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 ha 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 ha, la la la. And if you're wondering if I might be dating the werewolf from Twilight. (laughs) I'm not gonna comment on that. In my monologue, la la, la 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 la. This is my musical monologue. You might be expecting me to say something bad about Kanye. 
and how he ran up on the stage and ruined my VMA monologue. <laughs> but there's nothing more to say, cause everything's okay. I've got security lining the stage. <laughs> it's my SNL monologue. It sounds absurd to say this now, but you know, she, she just seemed like she could, you could just hang out with her, you know? And, um, so she shows up on SNL of all places to sort of, you know, break this, break this mold, I suppose, of being strictly country, country and Western or country and Western pop with a bit more of pop influence, um, on this first performance. But what really struck me about her first episode was that they included her in a sketch. And as a musical guest, somebody that appears in a sketch is um, not something that happens very, very often. But there's a sketch. I don't know if you remember, but it's like a Broadway. Yeah. It's a Broadway Broadway sketch where they're trying to think of a way to save Broadway. Ultimately, and she plays a little orphan Annie. And and this is uh, this is appearing like right at the time that there was the uh, you know crazy uh, stuff that was happening financially in two thousand and eight, the economic crisis. Right, of course. You know, and and a lot of stuff is shutting down, and including Broadway. I mean, you think about what's you know happened to Broadway in twenty 2020 twenty or twenty twenty one. You know, it, twenty two thousand and nine. I mean, Broadway was dealing with a lot of issues, and it was a very funny spin where basically the entire cast is in this Save Broadway sketch. They actually did a sequel to this eventually where they did um, one where all comic book characters were, were in a sketch uh, that was very similar. But they decided to put Taylor Swift in the sketch and she 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 crushes it. And yeah. you know it basically leads to them wanting to have her back as a host the following year, um, which, which a lot of people wouldn't have expected. Now, I have to ask you this of all people. I don't know if you have this at your fingertips, but January 10th, 2009, season 34, episode 12, and then she appears again as the host and musical guest, season 35, episode five, just a few months later. Is that the quickest, like other than, you know, the the first five years um, that somebody's, you know, sort of come back and performed? So I, I don't have that offhand, Jamie, but I can tell you that that it sounds like it could be one of the quickest um but but it's also so representative of her meteoric rise in popularity ah so you know that's that's really where it's it's like um you know SNL is supposed to be about you know the zeitgeist you know what's happening in the world at the time and just the popularity of Taylor Swift is is huge uh, you know and from from season 34 to season 35, by the time she hosts, I mean, people were probably surprised who were, you know, a little bit older and, and didn't know her work as much. But at that point, she's not just the country music darling anymore. Now she's really becoming one of the biggest stars in the entire world. That's right. 
Absolutely. And it takes her a few more years to show up. She doesn't, she doesn't hit the show um, again until later on in the decade. 2017 well can i can i just mention uh jamie sorry to interrupt you but i I just wanted to mention um that 2009 hosted episode that she does in season 35 is a great episode um it's it's a really good episode of the show for those who want to go back and and see you know there are some really funny sketches there i mean she's in a in a the view sketch you know where she's she's there and um with with fred and sandberg and keenan and wig and it's a good sketch and then there's a a digital short where they're doing a twilight parody uh that a lot of people have seen on on with best with frankenstein exactly (laughs) with with hater and and, uh, they call it's called firelight and you know twilight was super popular at the time so this was just like the perfect um the perfect uh like transition to have her in this uh digital short um there was this hollywood dish sketch where as ridiculous as it was hater and wig were both playing like really weird reporters um and then she was in a penelope sketch and a scared straight sketch which were two of the most popular recurring characters at the time was keenan's um lorenzo mcintosh and kristen wiggs penelope and she's in two of those sketches. So if you were ever interested in recurring characters and you go to the SNL YouTube, you're going to see Taylor Swift twice. Oh, that's great. Yeah, that's uh, that's really great that she went from being, you know, a performer to being um, a host like that. Now, I uh, in doing research for this, I thought she had hosted twice, but she's only hosted the one time and she's been a musical guest four times. Is that right? Uh, yes, that is correct. Uh, one of the times that she was a musical guest, uh, she was also the host. Um, but you you are correct, and I, and I think that where you were probably going is you know like like you said like she doesn't come back to the show for a while, but you know when she does come back to the show, uh, she does something pretty monumental. So um, did you want to talk about that? Oh my gosh! Yes, please. Let's talk about it. But I don't know what we're talking okay, about. Okay. So, what did she do that was monumental? So, during the 40th anniversary, they do a Californian sketch, which is right in okay. 2015, and Taylor Swift is in a Californian sketch. And the reason that this is monumental is because uh, the the 40th anniversary was the biggest party in the history of the show. It was the celebration of all celebrations. And for them to take this one-time host and at the time, you know, two-time musical guest and put her in a sketch with some of the greatest, you know, people who have been on the show, including, you know, Kristen Wiig and Bill Hader and Fred Armisen and Lorraine Newman and Bradley Cooper and Betty White, to have them all in a sketch together and include her there, I think was so fitting of the way that SNL thinks about Taylor Swift and her importance is like, this is a big name and we have to have her in one of our biggest sketches of the night. When you put it that way, like I was, I was, I was thinking we were talking about the episode November 11th, 2017, but when you put it that way, you're bang on the money that, uh, that really does say the kind of, um, the, kind, the, the way that they look at her and they look at her as like a major league player. Absolutely. Um, and, and that's why I think she's nominated for the Hall of Fame because she is such an important musical guest in the history of the show because, uh, you know, you think about your, you know, your Beatles or your Simons and, uh, you know, different different people who are going to be nominated um, throughout 
the the musical guests throughout the history of the show. But uh, as far as the modern era musical guests, Taylor Swift is as big a name as it gets. Yeah, I don't think you get much bigger in pop music at, at this point, for sure. It, it it almost seems at this point that, I mean, were it not Saturday Night Live, were it not a show with the stature of Saturday Night Live, I don't think a network show could contain a pop star of that magnitude. Absolutely. I mean, if you go on different streaming services or different TV shows, I mean, there's people who just watch her concerts at night, you know, <laughs> to see it's just she's such a big name. And, um, you know, you mentioned when she comes back in 2017 and then there's uh, she's she's back again in 2019. But we're seeing a very different Taylor Swift from 2009 to 2017. Yes. Uh, yeah. She's fully transformed. Once again. Yeah. Taylor Swift.
such an activist and such a, you know, she has so much more influence over society by the time she comes back that it's like everyone is glued to Taylor Swift when she's on the show because her music is is so um, powerful by the time that she comes back in 2017 that it's not just she's not just you know talking about uh you know pop numbers and and like crushes in high school she's creating like really powerful ballads that speak to like love and in a way that connects with all ages and you don't get that from her in 2009 but you certainly get that from her in 2017 yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm just thinking of her ready for it. The just how intense um, she is in that video, but she's so in control and in command. She is a, a fully formed performer at this point. Yeah, and I think that the show is just excited to have her in the building whenever she's there, and that's all you want. That's all you want from a you know from a musical guest is just that everyone is excited. Um, you know, I once attended the show myself jamie and you know what happens during the musical performances that doesn't happen during any other time of the live show is people come out including the cast to watch the performers perform during the show and that's so cool yeah it's it's incredible because you know if you're sitting on the floor you like look right next to you and you know there's uh cecily strong or kate mckinnon just standing there with their phones you know filming segments of the performers performing and it's it's really cool to see and i think about you know the set design of her different performances like you mentioned um the ready for it there's a performance in 2019 where uh she does false god one of her songs where you have lenny pickett out on his saxophone um you know one of the great members of the snl band and it's just that i find that every time she's on the show you get something memorable from her That is it for another week here in the SNL Hall of Fame. There's just a couple more episodes to go, folks, and then you can get those pencils ready and we can start the voting. So uh, are you excited by that? Send me an email, jamie at the SNL Hall of Fame. Uh, the email is at snlhof.com uh rather than spell it out for you i'll just uh spell it out for you um yeah if i get an email uh that you want read on the air then i i will do that as, as well i think that can be a lot of fun uh so taylor swift john schneider makes a uh you know, a pretty impassioned case, uh, I, I think, for her inclusion in the Hall of Fame. Bigger than the Beatles, he said at one point, or, you know, in the in the range, right? And uh, it's tough to argue that. It's tough to argue that. If you want more of John Schneider and the good SNL goodness that he, you know, sprinkles forth, then definitely visit SNL, the SNL network on any of the socials. You'll find uh, lots of great stuff there. And um, he's got a whole crew of people over there. So lots of fun. So that's Taylor Swift. That's Sean Schneider. I really thank him a lot. And um, I thank you a lot. So I, I should have all these hiccups sorted out now. 
apologize again for uh, last week and this week running a little late, but uh, uh, here we are. <laughs> here we are. I've got one last favor to ask you, though. Uh, as you walk past, could you please turn out the lights? Because the SNL Hall of Fame is now closed. Thanks for listening to the SNL Hall of Fame podcast. You can find everything you need to know about the show at snlhof.com. Don't forget to subscribe, share, rate, and review the show wherever you get your podcasts. This is Doug Denant saying, this is Doug Denant saying, see you next month in the hall. and such.